With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm absolutely just phenomenal. Hang on a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, phenomenal. Now I'm going to tell. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to fair warn everybody that look. Trying to keep Miss Penny on one specific topic, I think right. this is like in the afterglow of whatever she's like waking up from. This is you. You are. Mm. I love you to pieces, but you are sporadic. You. I gotta keep you on target. <laughs> yes, that's why I tell people I have questions for me. Yes. That All right. Helps. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mute you. You are in a good location, right? You're in a safe location. As far as I know, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang tight, Miss Penny. Hang on. I'm I'm going to, I also got to pop up your uh, website here real quick. Hang on. Because I got to let everybody know where to find you. There. I sent out like 100 invitations. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did you really? Yeah, I just pumped out people on my contact list and sent it out on Facebook and sent it out on Twitter. Awesome. Sent it out on four IG accounts. Jesus so Christ. we'll get 10 people. <laughs> well, I had, I had 1,500 people <laughs> waiting waiting in line to hear from you. So I think you're going to have an audience. Just we'll, we'll talk. Again, it's not, you know, it's it's trying to wake these people up. I, you've, already, you've already been there, done that. And... It's just, again, it's just me and just you, not Charlene, not me, you, and Stuart, or, you know, uh, Stuart Perkins. <clears throat> it's me, just me and you. That's the other Perkins. Yeah, Perkins. Wayne Stewart. Mm-hmm. All right, honey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to mute you, and uh, I'll, I'll be right back. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, gals and goons? 
and everybody all over this great planet dirt what's up i'm your host matt with the matrix minds it is friday the 12th interview night once again i am going to be joined here in just a second with a good friend very good friend who is awake and alert of a project that has been very very controversial throughout the years it's been hush hush in blood red there's been people who died talking about this specific topic this is the dark side of project mk ultra and i am joined with miss penny la shepherd and we're going to talk about what happened how it happened etc etc and what also what happens yeah that's right what happens to you whenever you wake up from this uh amnesia that they put you under because that's what it is it is a mind-altering amnesia that you are just domiciled to the fact that well who am i hang out hang, hang, hang tight kids we're gonna get this party started with again with miss penny shepherd Okay, Penny, I'm playing the intro of the show, so you just hang on on it. what's up everybody see you starting to line up on up in here mr socrates on the roll somewhere in north carolina see you up in here angelic cat roar what's up mr andy cassidy I see you up in here karen l wallace hello from florida she says howdy howdy everybody kristen martin shout out to you too mr will i see you miss tammy bottom lauren wow man you guys line up on up in here miss julie from australia shout out to you going to be an interesting interesting evening so i'm gonna introduce my guest here right real quick indeed i am going to tell you a little bit about my friend she is what is known as an mk ultra x11 that is her name that is what she goes by 
Agent X11. She's an ex Miss X agent for the CIA. She's known better on. She's been con, uh, shared. Her story's been shared on the X Files. She should be and or is the real real eleven depicted as in Stranger Things. And the L.A. between uh, Miss Penny Shepard is level above human. You guys, if you want to visit her, she is on her own podcast. She's on her own website. She is all over the Internet being loud and proud. That is who she is, loud and proud, Miss Penny Shepard. Her website is shepherd-entertainment.com. You guys, once again, my friend, Miss Penny, L.A., above human Shepard. What's up, Miss Penny? Good evening to you, my dear. Hey. <laughs> and how are Hi. you this fine evening? Wonderful. I am just wonderful. Wonderbar, wonderbar. Um, yeah. Just to jump right into the dark side, because the predominant question was, what happens when you wake up? Mm-hmm. So here's here's a dark side of what happens when you wake up. My oh, hell, she, she's not even she's not even waiting. She's just y'all grab your damn popcorn. She's just going do it full, now. Get, full on. Do it now. If you have to go to the bathroom, do it now. Take oh, the phone man. with you. She can't hear Penny. <laughs> They're saying they can't hear you. Hang on one second. Let me click a button. There we are. Say hello to everybody, Miss Penny. All right. I'm back again. Like I All was right, gone the first time. Back again. All right. No, there she is. Let go of her, Mr. CIA. All right, back in the saddle now. Okay, so once again, Penny, you know, you want to, let's tell, before we just jump right in and say what happens, okay, what happens, let's go, for those that do not know you, Penny, okay, do you, let's, let's talk a little bit about you, okay, your childhood, growing up. Right. Okay. Um, I was Start born August 11th, 1958. Can you hear me? Yeah, can hear you. Absolutely clear as a bell. Okay. I was born August 11th, 1958 in Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Florida was created by Hollywood, California. Hollywood, California was created by the CIA. The CIA was funded by the Bavarian Illuminati. Alan Dulles was the first director. He was Bavarian Illuminati. He also worked with Reinhard Gellin who was uh, Bavarian Thule Society. So the CIA was actually created by the CFR. The CIA was created, was created Hollywood for the purposes of honeypotting, sex trafficking, pornography, uh, satanic ritual abuse. That's basically what, Holly, what the currency of Hollywood was, was mind control. And uh, so I was born in the Hollywood, which is in Florida, again, created by the Hollywood uh, from California, and I was born into MK Ultra Project Genesis Subproject Eve. Subproject Eve was an offshoot of Project Genesis, which involves cloning. I'm not a clone; I'm an original. But they cloned from my DNA. They've made babies and clones for me. My brother David was also in the MK Ultra Project. I don't know about my sister Sandy or my other brother Rob, whom I grew up with, but I later came to find out in 2017 that they were not they're not actually in my family even though i grew up with them either yeah i'm here i'm just i'm I'm just trust me i'm just sitting back listening to you okay uh because you're quiet 
you know. It was because I'm letting you have the floor. You've got the talking. <laughs> You've got the talking stick. Okay. So um, basically, uh, I was erased for 58 years. When I left my husband in March of 2016, I started researching and I started writing. I've been a writer all my life. So I've been reading at a collegiate level in third grade. In sixth grade, I wrote a book which was taken from me and they made a movie out of it. And I was erased in junior high school. And that I came to find out the breadcrumbs of my life as I'm researching and, uh, and then following up on all these questionable events that were in my life, which now makes sense. So I asked this question of my former agent who I slept with. I said, why does John look like Joseph Mengele, Hitler's mad scientist? Why do I look like Irene Schoenbein who married Joseph Mengele? And why does my murdered brother David look like Rolf, their son? Now, that's a, a precursor of me growing up, which I, I won't go deeply in depth to it, but I did want to address what happens when you wake up. So for me, I became enemy of the state. I was thrown in jail. I was thrown in a crazy house for a year after being electronically triggered on my phone. My brother, David, woke up. He had worked for a Hyperion water plant, and he was a, a shop steward at the plant. And he told me he had uncovered a global conspiracy. He started carrying the gun, and he found out that they were poisoning the water. They were going to privatize the water. It was the L.A. Basin, uh, the largest water reclamation plant. Uh, in, in L.A. It serves the entire L.A. basin. So he started writing. He started carrying a gun. They sent him to a psychiatrist, and the, it was a CIA MK Ultra psychiatrist who said he was schizophrenic. He was not. He moved to Oregon and started writing a book. The book he started writing was called, entitled The Whistleblower. It never saw the light of day, although it is on the copyright office. That book became... <clears throat> a problem for my family. It was about the Vatican, about Bush, and about my family. They, and the protocol is they kick you out of the workforce, they say you're crazy, they make you homeless. Mm -hmm. He got divorced, he, he became made homeless. He moved back to San Diego, and he was told if he came back to California, he'd be killed. He right. lived at the beach with the homeless, interviewing people on Mission Beach, and then he was murdered on a high satanic holiday, April 28th, which was the grand climax of the satanic uh, year. And um, I didn't get his body back. I found out two months later that he was dead. And my husband at the time, they were drugging me. My husband said that he had been liquidated. And I was like, I don't understand what that means. I came to understand what it meant because I had a PI that gave me some information on John in 2019. And I found out that John owes a designer shoe company. And he is Mr. Red Shoes. So... They take mm -hmm. shoe trophies, skin trophies. So he's wearing my brother David as shoes. Right. They say, let everybody know what exactly you meant by uh, about that. You know, the red shoe, you know, everybody knows that or at least the majority of our listening audience here knows about the satanic elite, the cult, the cult club in Pettowood, Hollywood, whatever you have it, right? But I'm not quite sure they they know the extent in which the Red Shoe Club was formed. Okay, now you're touching base. One of on the people that John represents. One of the people John represents is uh, Bill Maher, and there's like <coughs> conspiracy theories that he was actually um, 
Hugh Hefner's son. He looks a lot like him. Um, he, he, he appears to me very flamboyantly gay. Um, and he's dressed in these red shoes. Well, that's one of the people that John represents. John is, has a huge entertainment firm, and he was my agent in the 80s, in the, rather in the 90s. And um, I was a singer, a writer, uh, an actress. I was theatrically trained from a small child, and then I went to New York University. I was studying under Stella Adler. Stella Adler's compadre was Lee Strasberg. Lee Strasberg was Marilyn Monroe's handler. Stella and Lee studied under Stanislavski from Russia. He was noted as the father of method acting, but it was actually funded. He was Russian royalty. It was actually funded by Lenin and the um, elitist scientists, scientific minds in the world. And method acting is actually Russian mind control. So I literally, my finishing school was Russian mind control at Stella Adler. Stella taught Robert De Niro and um, Brando, who were all just sex trafficking, uh, basically pigs. Um, you know, if you look at any of Brando's work, he slept with everyone. His two children, uh, I, think, I think they both killed themselves, his two children. I see. I, I Christian, see. Christian killed her. Christian killed his sister's lover, and then I think she. He went to jail, and then she killed herself. Jesus. Yeah, and Ms. this Penny, is the, the currency of the elite. Yes. To say there first, I, I I'd let everybody know uh, during. I'd let everybody know during and prior to, the actual interview the, and, and the talk that you and I are having right now that to let me go ahead and get get at least 45 minutes into the conversation before we start taking actual calls right well there right. is a first and for some reason there i i know these i know they can read but there's a specific person that i had i told to call um i think his name was okay. Alan. I'm, okay i'm serious his name was alan he also remembers being you know being triggered so I'm I'm not sure if this is who this is. I really I'm not sure. But okay. I, I, again, I'm I'm going to take the phone call because I don't know if it is or it's not. I mean, he's not you know he's serious. Right. So ha hang on one second, Miss Mr. or Mrs. Connecticut, <clears throat> you are unmuted and live with myself and Miss Penny Shepherd on the Matrix Minds. What's on your mind, man? Hello, can you hear me? Connecticut, you are unmuted. Area code eight six zero. Eight six zero. Hello, hello. Going once, going twice. Goodbye. All right. Sorry about that, Penny. Never mind. No problem. Start over. Keep going. You know, you can go ahead and take calls. And I, that's, well, that's cool with me. I, I, I wanted to, to get your story out there before we actually started to dive deep and people ask you and and like pick your brain um right there there are many different forms of mk ultra okay there there are psychic super soldiers there are actually physical militarized super soldiers who uh can um can go all day and all night and uh for instance our friend chet swift that was murdered he was definitely a super soldier he died at one point, and they zipped him up in the bag and then unzipped him, and he was alive. Um, 
you know, like that. Uh, this guy was a trained sniper. He worked for the United States Air Force. Uh, he was a recon uh, expert. He was a, he trained DEA dogs and uh, cadaver dogs. He did nine tours in Southeast Asia, and his commanding officer was Michael Aquino. Michael Aquino was Church of Satan, Temple of Set, PSYOPs, Presidio, where he raped, I'm going to say over 200 children. They put it at less than that, but I'm going to estimate it at that. The NSA came in after he was arrested and said you can't arrest him under grounds of national security because he was an intel officer for the United States of America, and he worked with DOD and DARPA, and uh, he also worked with John B. Alexander. Uh, John B. Alexander ran the A-teams in uh, Vietnam from 66 to 69. He is also most noted as being a composite of the character in The Men Who Stare at Goats, in which they murdered the goats. Uh, they stopped mm-hmm. their hearts, which is that's one of the projects that they have with MK Ultra. If you watch Stranger Things, you will see Eleven in Stranger Things uh, because she's touch deprived and she's sensory deprived. They try to get her to kill a cat. Now, I don't actually like cats. You know, I don't actually have anything against them. I prefer dogs. <laughs> right. But, but I would never kill one. That's right. just not who I am. Well, you I'm mentioned my. And, Miss Penny, hang, hang tight, baby. You mentioned Michael, Michael Aquino, and I want to share the screen with everybody just so they know, okay, just so they know exclusively who we're talking about, okay? So, so you mentioned that Michael Aquino, you, you give give a little bit of background of, again on Michael Aquino and, and what you know. Okay, so Michael Aquino works with John B. Alexander. John B. Alexander and Michael Aquino create non-lethal weaponry, which is anything but non-lethal. These would be the uh, microwave technology. Um, they're also involved in cloning. They're also involved in uh, one of the things that that Zombie Alexander puts on his website, because these two are buds, um, is that he's a phenologist, which he studies the dead, meaning that he takes a, a soldier that's dead and reanimates him. So Aquino is uh, in the Church of Satan. He then forms uh, the Temple of Set. The Temple of Set, he says he is Set, which is Satan, the Egyptian Satan. And he, I believe he was. I've also been told that he's dead, that he died in September. He was assassinated. There are many, many cover stories. One says he, John B. Alexander said he died of cancer. But mm-hmm. the actual story is that he, he was assassinated by a man named Mitch in September of 2019. Then my friend... Chet Swift, who was murdered on my sister's ranch, and they tried to kill my sister and her son as well. There was a firefight that ensued. Um, he was murdered basically by the cartel, and the sheriff of that county was the head of the Texas Rangers during Waco, and he's a Satanist, and he's working in conjunction with the cartel. So effectively, the cartel took him out more than likely for this individual who knew that he wa- who knew he who he was during during the military channels in which he uh, lived in his entire life. He also knew Chris Kyle. So he shot with Chris Kyle, and there was a bounty on Chris's head. So I'm sure there was a bounty on Chet's head as well. So uh, Chet was they they came to him and they asked Chet to take Michael Aquino out because he'd been he'd gone rogue in uh, Southeast Asia. And he was forming his own armies and doing his own procedures, killing his, killing people and eating them. 
So they, uh, the, the U.S. Army didn't like that, and the, our military didn't like it, so they sent an, a convoy to solicit Chet to go and uh, kill him. Apocalypse Now is essentially about Chet's missing support, but Chet failed. In Apocalypse Now, Marlon Brando plays Michael Aquino, and, um, but he doesn't get killed. Michael Aquino comes back to the States, and then they write the, the movies written, and the recon that was done, I'm, I'm not sure who the actual director was. I think it was Martin Scorsese. I'm not sure. Um, but that individual went over there in 75 and uh, asked for the DOD to fund that film. So we're talking about, again, when I said that CIA created Hollywood, we're talking about that Hollywood is working in conjunction with the DOD. It's working in conjunction with DARPA. It's working in conjunction with sex trafficking and drug trafficking and human organ trafficking. And mm -hmm. the, these, these fundings are actually funding their films, and their films are predicated upon people's real lives. Well, this is funny, Miss Penny, because there's a there's a uh, this is the first time that I've seen anybody anybody in the chat tonight bring up even even bring up <clears throat> bring up Mr. Uh, beloved Max Spears, but Johnny mm -hmm. DeFiro in in the chat here in the Matrix Minds chat says, D did he kill Max Spears? That's a really I, good well, question. There are allegations. <laughs> yes, there are allegations that he did now. This is, I'll just tell you a story that's circulating. Can I prove it? No. I will just put it forward. That actually Stuart Swordlow was there and that he was, he was actually lured <clears throat> to maybe a portal and he was killed. He was stung in the asshole and it was Aquino that did it. He was, that Stuart Swordlow told him that he was uh, against, because the Satans, they fight against one another. He was against right. Aquino and then Max went to go fight him in the asshole. He got stung, but then he came back, and his physical body now has another attack. And he had drugs in his system, but I don't believe it was a natural death. He threw up buckets of, you know, like a half a gallon of black ooze, and I don't care how much hashish or whatever you put in your system, that's not going to happen. Right. I'm not a doctor. Well, I'm not a doctor. Uh, well, right, and I mean, and neither am I. But you know what? What is you know what that that's really interesting. And for those of you that do not know um, who Max Spears is, whenever um, Johnny, I think it's Johnny, right? Yeah, through throughout there, did did he kill Max Spears? Max Spears. Let me just tell you a little bit about Max Spears. I'll share once again. I'll share the screen with you. That way, you know for sure. I'm telling you. And giving you the upfront realism of who he is. Okay, so here would be Max Spears. Okay, Max Spears was also a victim of a lot, of, you know, just like Miss Penny, awakened and wide awake to the fact that he was missing childhood, he was missing time, he was there was things within his life that he could not express and or experience uh again or in other words is relive again because it didn't happen the way he remembers it to happen in other words is his mother his his you know his family his friends right could not verify what max was saying so therefore that threw max spears down a rabbit hole which we all know as the word conspiracy theorist okay that's when whenever max started digging really diving deep 
look at the year. Max was born in 1976 and died in 2016. Okay. So Max was a young man. What do you, and, and yeah, 1976 is an extremely important year because it's the bicentennial of our country. I graduated right. from high school. I say I graduated from Project Genesis. I graduated from high school. That was just one level of graduation. And I'm pretty sure they had me either kill someone to get out of high school or I, I knew something happened. There was a, an announcement over the PA that this kid had ki killed himself, and I knew he didn't. I don't know if I was there. I don't have any re recollection, but I started crying. And then I called my handler, who was Darrell, and I told him I'm leaving school. And I walked out of the school, and I started walking 10 miles to go towards the beach. And he found me and picked me up and took me to uh, Fort Lauderdale Beach, where I walked into the ocean, and I didn't stop walking. I just walked in like I was going to waterboard myself. And he kept calling me, and then he finally swam out and got me and pulled me back in. Something traumatic happened to me. I don't know what it was. I can't tell you what it was. But that year is an epic year. I was also told, I was reactivated, so to speak, uh, 60 days after Max died. And I was told I was supposed to be the next Max Spears, which I didn't even know who he was. When I start, in, when I start re reviewing who he is, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense because I was born in 1958 and he was born in 1976. However, the word Spears, my... Even even how it's spelled, it's a spelling divergency of Spears, Albert Spears, S-P-E-E-R-S. -E -E Albert Spears, they used his uh, DNA to create what you would call brands like Britney Spears, S-P-E-A-R-S, who John represents. So he tells a story about um, he died in Warsaw, Poland, eight days after the NATO summit. So I think it was June... July, August, no, it was July 16th, um, 2016. And it's odd because his mom, they, they put a different date on his tombstone, which I was like, that's weird. And it, it I think it was like. May, right? It was, it was, it was no, I think it was April. It was just different month. That's it. That's it. I think April. it was April. I think it was like 10 days after Hitler's or, or like 18th or something yeah. like that, like April 18th. I it wrote was about a it on my, with, with on my blog spot. Right. I, I remember. Right. Right. And, yeah, and I was like, Vanessa, is that actually when he died? Because, and I don't know her. I just started talking to her. Susie, my sister, knows her. She also knew Max. And she talked to Max in I Am. And she told him, uh, don't go into this cave because you're going to get killed. And he was killed 30 days after she talked to him. Now, let's touch on this for a second, because Max Spears was brought up. Johnny brought up Max Spears, which is a, a really a good prelude to, to your your own little your your own little background here. OK, your background and his background also kind of like goes hand in hand also. But you, yes, you, 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 Miss Penny, I will say this like I said this the last time we talked and prior to, to every MK that I've ever interviewed and spoke with. I know you are a fun-loving, enjoyable person. You love life, and you are not, from my understanding, at suicidal at any moment. Are no. you or are you not? You are not. No, never. So if Ms. They Penny suicided me in San Diego, but I'm not suicidal. Exactly. So, again, neither am I. Miss Penny is not. So let's just get that out there right, right now. Like I, again, I've, I've done this to every one of you guys that have came forward. I know you're not suicidal, Penny. I've known I've, I've spoke to you now for for quite some time. I've been friends with you on on 
almost going on two years now. Did you know that? Yeah, pretty much when I was uh, hiding out in the RV, and every time I talked to you, <laughs> yeah, I was I was in Hawkins, and I was like, what the yeah. Right. Every time I talk to you, I'm in Hawkins. I go, I know you're going to be in Stranger Things four, and you're like, yeah, right, whatever. But I know you're going to be because they write about all of us. And and I told Susie, hey, you're going to be in Stranger Things three. She's like, nah. And then they came out with Susie, do you copy? I'm like, that's you. And then it turns yeah. out it's not just Susie, do you copy? But she's been in there all along. She had a baby named Dustin that died, and Dustin's one of the lead characters. That's Eleven's best friend. And then Dustin's girlfriend is Susie. And then Susie ends up living in, she's a Mormon that lives in Utah, and Susie found one of her uh, first bows um, from 40 years before that she thought was dead, and he ended up being like a Nazi cook for the state of Utah, and he lives in Utah. We think he might be a Mormon. We can't confirm it, but he works for the Mormons. See, there's too now, many connections. you tell me how they did that. All right. You tell me how they did that. It's demons is what Susie says. Well, here, let's let's go back again, touching on Max Spears' background as well as yours, because they run hand in hand. And what's crazy is is even it even goes hand in hand with mine, because they love, love, love to like touch on this. Well, you know what? Let me just read a little bit about this. Spears has been interested in conspiracy theories from a very young young age. He later recalled various events, including out of body experiences which he used to justify his conspiracy theories, including the belief that he'd been given supernatural powers at birth. Now, that, from what I've, I, I've heard him say, okay, the superpowers at birth was what you said. It may not have happened on this specific level plane of reality, but indeed it did no, work. I think it, it did. did happen. Right? I think they did. They offered him in utero. Okay. And then they genetically were altering him throughout his life, and he was aware of that. So continuing this, Penny, at a conference given in Warsaw, Poland, he described the way he believed that he was created or born, which, again, it goes, you know, YouTube, Max Spears with uh, Warsaw, blah, 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 blah. That video is long been super scrubbed from the Internet, okay? Spears yeah, also his, suffered. His project was, was um, Mannequin. They name them yeah. after like dummies. So you've got Project uh, Monarch, which that's that's odd, right? It's actually that would be after the Monarch Butterfly, but then it's also after the Monarchy, which would be the kings and the queens, or those who call themselves the elite call themselves kings. I was in a church right. where they're like, hey, so we have some kings contributing, so they call themselves kings, <clears throat> and and they're also they're they're Satan kings, I guess. They like to be worshipped like kings like to be worshipped. The thing that blows me away is they love to off people that um, I, I can't even say that 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 belittle that belittle the um, the agenda and their narrative. Okay, I'm talking. You guys expose this at a level and a degree that if if there was enough of you guys that actually got together, okay, and could remember, recall, place, et cetera, et cetera, there would be not a leg for the deep state CIA to stand on. I'm not talking the pure heart, what? the good hearts in there. I'm talking the right. bad apples. 
what I do with my days these days is I get up in the morning, sometimes at 6, sometimes a little bit later. I start uh, taking calls. I um, write. I research. I go on uh, various platforms, and um, I start talking to people from all over the world. I tell them very simply how I unerase myself and how I'm continuing to do it. So I, I will be working the rest of my life to find out all of the, the psyops and black ops and covert ops that I was involved in for 60 years. I'm 62 right now. Right. So I, I just started cracking it. I left in 2016. I was 58. I was born in 58. So I start uh, getting some, some memories back. But I, I encourage everyone to write and to research. I also say this because I was talking to some girl tonight. She's like, hey, I don't actually know if you're real. I don't believe you. I said, well, you know, my story is actually incidental because that's my life. I don't need you to verify it. I don't need anyone to tell me whether it's true or deny it, say it's not true. I know it's true. It was right. hard fought to find out the information that I, I found out. So I, I don't need to justify my life to anyone because I know it's true. What I try to do is I try to say, now you examine your life. Take your focus off of me. Yeah, it's, it's all cool and everything, right? I'm 11 from Stranger Things, which it wasn't cool at all. Okay, it was horrific. But... Right. Um, and then to find out that your life, that they've taken your life and they've made movies and television series about you, it's horrific, right? It's not fun. It's not games. But I tell people, they didn't just do this to me. They did this to millions and millions and millions of people on this planet. And when you start waking up, then you start finding out, yes, movies are real. And, yes, they wrote about your life. And, yes, they took your DNA. Miss Penny, you know what? Johnny also, you know what, asked a really, 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 another really good question. And that is, we, those of us here on the Matrix and those that are awake to who he was, let's just, let's just reflect back for a minute on Cappy, okay, who was yeah. exposed, exposing deep state pedo wood, right? We both know, what's that? I talked to Kathy. I was supposed to okay. meet him in. I was supposed to meet him in Mexico. Again, but he was. He's he's a lot like you. He's not. He was not suicidal. Okay, we know. No, this. he wasn't. He was he, murdered. But also, his dad, which this didn't come out until later, his dad is a Mennonite pastor in Albuquerque. So he's into the drug trafficking and the sex trafficking. And Kathy uh, was in Hollywood. And mm -hmm. Cappy said, you're going to hate me at the end of it because you're going to find out that I was one of them. He also did a movie, which is called Hearts of Desire, in which a little girl comes in uh, to this chapel and says, are you God? He says, not the God you're looking for. He rapes her yeah. and murders her. Who was this? So, her Cappy. Who Cappy was in a movie called Hearts of Desire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, in, all right, all right. I remember that. A movie. I remember in the I movie, a little girl comes in and he rapes <laughs> and murders a little girl. I, I don't know what, what Cappy was actually involved in. I do know that he was MK Ultra. I do know that he was SRA. I do know that he was placed in the Hollywood environment for a reason. And I do know he was telling the truth. I do know that my family knows Tom Hanks. 
Steve Zenos was right. my first husband on paper. Steve Zenos lives in Palos Verdes, a.k.a. PV. Yeah. Steve Zenos' parents were mob, and they were, um, they were Greek Orthodox. They attended the same church as Hanks. Hanks is also Opus Dei. He is the head of Opus Dei. He, is, he told you who he was in Da Vinci Code because Hollywood is telling you stuff. So in Da Vinci Code, he plays Robert Langdon, who is a brilliant cypherist for the Vatican. That's what he is. He's a cypherist. And you see it on his Instagram pages because he's showing you in pictograms. He's ciphering to you. He's not just finding lost gloves on Route 66. He also said something to me personally. I stopped talking with to him on Instagram because I just didn't have time for it. And then they also sent somebody to meet me at the coffee dog where I was working, writing. I would go there to use the Wi-Fi, and they sent some guy down there to, uh, who knew Jay Leno, who John represents, and, um, and Alex Jones and, uh, and Hanks. And I, told, I gave this guy a message to go back and tell them all. So, John, I'm going to be angry for eternity. And then the next thing that, that uh, Hanks, he had posted that that day, and I'm looking at it, and it's a picture of uh, a thrift store, and I stopped at thrift stores a lot. And I'm like, what is that? There's a, a shirt hanging in there. What does that say? And so somebody finally got the shirt because it was blurry, and it was my favorite. It wasn't my favorite Idaho, but it was, it was the one that James Franco made off of my favorite Idaho because he, he was uh, enamored with River Phoenix in, that, in My Favorite Idaho. My Favorite Idaho was Keanu Reeves and River Phoenix playing gay prostitutes because they're both yeah. bisexual. Miss Penny, do you, do you think that whenever the, because I've had an experience of asking, the, the, hand, the, handful, the handful of MKs that I've interviewed and talked to, seem to think that had they not okay had they not stood up and spoke out okay they think that they would have been killed off long before they had the opportunity to even grow old okay then that would be i'm I saying agree. that right now this is also going you have back a choice on, on this planet you have a choice you have a choice to speak or not to speak that's it that's it Nobody gets off this planet alive. So you have a choice to, to speak and speak in truth and righteousness to uh, el basically elucidate and illuminate, really be the illumination, not the Illuminati, N-A-U-G-H-T-Y, but right. the actual light of truth. Now, people come to me and they ask me all sorts of questions. You know, hey, Wikipedia, you know, I'm not Wikipedia, all right? I just research a whole lot, okay? I don't they know everything. I know some stuff. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Hey, Wikipedia. Yeah. Right? I'm like, seriously? I didn't write Wikipedia, all right? I just right. research a lot, okay? I don't know yeah. everything, but I do know a lot. And that comes from researching 24-7. And I, and I make that a priority because when I started writing my blog and I told John, I see you now, John, and I didn't see shit then. Now right. I do. Now I know who he is. But at the time I talked to him, I didn't even know he was my brother. Wow. And I, so I tell him, my brother David, I say my brother David was murdered because he wrote a book called The Whistleblower. And I promised him I would see it through to fruition. And you know my integrity, John, and you know I'm going to. And I see you now, John, but I didn't see him. I didn't know who he was. 
I didn't have any idea who he represented. He was my agent. Why would I even think he represented Madonna, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Daisy, Beyonce? Why would I even think that? Jenny, now I know. Let me ask you this: For though, what, like like Johnny said or had asked, why didn't Max Spears have a have a kill switch? I wonder uh, why. A dead man's switch. A dead man's kill switch. Yep. Because he was just telling it all. You know, he wasn't a saint either, okay? He had a lot of issues. He had some issues with drugs. But uh, what, what Miles Johnston did and what, uh, the, what the people that he did interviews with, they showed him in a very bad light to discredit him. So everyone would think, oh, this guy's just a drug addict and a drunk. He wasn't. He was much more than that. He was a truth teller, and he was trying to tell the truth. By the way, he was also, he grew up with Orlando Bloom. He went to school with him, and he, they, were training, they were training him to be an actor as well. Orlando Bloom is now married to Katy Perry, and John represents Katy Perry. Yeah, I don't know that name, Penny. I'm, I'm Orlando not. Bloom, he's an actor. He's a, he's a very famous actor. I think he was in Kingdom of Heaven, which was uh, about... Um, it was Ridley Scott and Tony Scott. And I worked at a studio in Costa Mesa, which I know that it belonged to Tony Scott. I know it was there, but they kept erasing me. And uh, it was Scott Free Productions. And what they would do, if they, if they would do an op on you, and you, you, they, would, they would replace another person with them. So the, the last face that you would remember would not be necessarily Tony Scott's, but you would remember this other person that they said, hey, his name's Scott Free, and he's running the studio. Do you understand? You'd be under you'd be under duress and under MK Ultra and under mind control and hypnotized and then you'd have like Tom Cruise or whoever's all they're all there. But then when you awaken, you awaken to this one person and they well, that's the person that was there, not all these other people. That was just a dream, right? Now you have to determine what actually was a dream and what was actually true. And Max was most of was extremely lucid and extremely well-versed in his knowledge. He was very intelligent. You watch any of his interviews, and he just blows my mind. Um, again, the waking, the waking up, it's, it's very, very, it's going to happen. I mean, we, we know, you and I know, and those that are, I, you know what, there, there are plenty. I do know that there are plenty of MK boys and girls that watch the show, they may not participate with you in the chat. You may not even know that they're in here, but they're listening. I'm not even looking at the chat. I'm just telling. I'm saying. I just this have to my phone. With within the the 500 people worldwide that's watching watching listening now, there's only so many people within them that. 500, 1,500 people watching, listening, that are going to participate with one another. Just because um, someone says that they are, quote-unquote, MK'd, these things come with, um, there's a line of different criteria, okay, that fits in with, like, what happened, how it happened, uh their family are, you know, I'm talking like real, real MK 
bad boy types type stuff. I'm talking like super soldier weaponry type mental abuse. Now going back, going back, and, and why I'm saying that is this: Project Montauk, okay, was at its highest peak of research at the height of the Cold War. Okay, I don't know if anybody knows that or not, but we're, I'm telling you that now. That is when it was at its peak. The older the older the older kids, and when I say older kids, I'm saying these people were born in the 30s and 40s. Okay. Younger, these were the younger kids that are now my parents' age, your parents' age, Penny's parents' age. Those people are either one, they're half still delusional from being messed with in the head, they're institutionalized still till this day. Okay. Or number three, they're living at home somewhere and don't really even have a clue. Okay. They're able to participate. Yeah, my mom, my mom was really evil, but she had some legit powers. I'm telling you. Oh, and well, the they, they prophecy, she saw stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think she was a witch too. Have you ever seen John Dies in the End? Huh? It's a great film. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. It's called John Dies in the End. John Dies. Google in the that end. and watch it. Watch it. It tells you it's a disclosure movie. And it tells you about everything. And here's the creepy-ass thing is that uh, I've watched it about, I don't know, maybe 17 times. Um, and here's the reason why. Um, it's about this guy named John, right? <laughs> right? And Everything's about John. Other guy's name. Right. You know, people are like, why are you always talking about John? Seriously? He goes by Satan Yahweh. I mean, you know, he's on the CFR. He kills babies. He works with Clinton, Bush, Obama, and Ratzinger and Francis and the Dumbs and all of Hollywood and the CEOs. He works with Francis and he works with Fauci and Gate because he's also a Jesuit. So, you know, there's a lot to talk about in that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so this, this film, it talks about the black goo, which is real, and they gave me the black goo. I think they gave it to Max Spears at one point, too. They overcame it. I did turn green at one point, which that's a whole other story. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, John dies in the end. They talk about the black goo. And then this is the thing why I watched it 17 times. They go to another dimension where they're worshiping these guys. They're worshiping John and David. And John's middle name is David. But I had a brother named David who he killed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not <clears throat> Podesta. So whoever's asking that. Who's ever asking that in this room, stop asking it. No, it's not Podesta, but Podesta does know me, all right? So um, in, in there, they go to another dimension, and they're worshipped in this church. Okay, now, this is why I watched it. When I went to Illinois, after I left my, my husband, I went to my brother's house in Illinois, and I was still biblically indoctrinated. I was still going into the churches, and I didn't realize that the churches, that the pastors are evil Freemason MK Ultra handlers. I didn't realize that yet, okay? That was in 2017, so I'm not that far away from that biblical indoctrination. So I go to this church. In the church in Willow Creek, which Bill Hybels was the pastor, he stepped down due to allegations of sexual impropriety, and the entire elder board resigned for my birthday, which that was hoo and also James McDonald. I was going to his church, and he got fired, but he's back in the saddle again. He's back in the saddle again, and he triggered me for John using the Bible. He got up there in his sermon. He said, I, I never prophesy. I've only done this once in my life. I'm like, what's that? I didn't know what it was. 
And then he starts talking about, and I had asked, I've been watching, uh, I'm a singer, right? So I go in and I watch the worship uh, crew doing their technical rehearsal. I'm sitting in there and I'm praying and I'm crying. And I say, you know, God, who do you want me to represent with this company? I'm starting Shepherd Entertainment Endeavors. And the acronym is C because obviously I do C. And um, so I'm praying and I'm crying the whole time I'm there. And I don't know if he's actually in the green room printing out the thoughts from the voice of the skull that's in my head, but he knows some shit, and I don't know how he knows it. Now I know he knows John, because John knows all the heads of the megachurches. Because every time I stepped on Bill Hybel's property, John or Darrell called me on the phone. So Bill, uh, James McDonald is a competing church, and I'm going to both those churches. And James McDonald triggers me with the words... When I'm, when I'm praying, I say, what do you want me to do with this, this company, God, uh, Shepherd Entertainment Endeavors? Do you want me to represent Christians? Do you want me to represent, you know, who do you want me to represent? And at the end of my prayer, I say, and by the way, God, could you tell me who my next husband's going to be? That's kind of a girly thing, all right? But, you know, okay. I, I put it out there. The girls will understand. Okay, so then he comes out and he says, I'm going to prophesy. And then he starts talking about Sarah and about um, Abraham. And how God was faithful, right? And she has a baby in like her 80s. Really? Did they do in vitro fertilization? Did they fertilize her with a, a laser? Because that's, that's a real technology. Maybe that's actually how Sarah got pregnant when she was 80, right? And then yeah, he says, right? then he says, there was a man sent from God. His name is John. And I feel like I just got hit in the stomach with a Louisville slugger because I think he just told me I'm going to marry John. But I don't know at the time John's my brother because I'm pretty sure that's illegal. So um, then when I made homeless, yeah, I, I send him an email. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm doing a podcast. I can't talk. <clears throat> right. Joel says it's only illegal in some states. That's, how, that's <laughs> funny, Joel. <laughs> okay, so uh, so um, he, he triggers me with uh, code words. So then when I'm homeless, I send him an email. And I say, hey, James, the promises of God are true. I know that for sure. But there was a man sent from God. His name is John. That's a trigger. Who are you? Then James writes a whole sermon. We're talking mega pastors here, okay? okay. He writes a whole sermon about, like, kings or whatever. And then he sends me back one word. There's nothing in the body of the email. Now, usually they send you something in the body of the email. But he sends me back one word, triage, and I lose it. Because I say, triage, triage, that's what Joseph Mengele did. He said, you live, you die, you get experimented on. That's triage. When you go to the hospital, they determine who is going to live and who is going to die and who they can save and who they can't. But that's not what Mengele did. Mengele said, you live, you die, you get experimented on. I knew then who he was. And he's back in Chicago right now. He's back there, and he's in another church. Harvest said, no, you cannot come back here because he, he, uh, he committed uh, fiscal malfeasance and stole millions of dollars from the church. So these are your mega pastors. They're sex trafficking through the churches, and they're stealing money through the churches, and they're mind-controlling people, telling them what to wear, who to, who to uh, marry. And, and some of them are involved with the MK Ultra programs such that I question, how does he know what I'm thinking? Is he reading my thoughts from Voice right. of Skull and printing it out in the green room? Okay. That, that was my thought when I went back again because I found out about um, 
you know, I found out that my husband was the real molder, my last husband. And when I went and, and the guy, the pastor, his associate pastor's name was Mulder. Well, let me, let me bring so, you back on track for a second, Penny. Okay, I'm going to bring you back on track because you're, you're going off a little bit. Let's go. Uh, you, you mentioned in, you, you mentioned in your, your, your story, your, your thesis here on your life. You mentioned and remember tidbits here and there of being, um, being around the Langley Air Force Base. Okay. You remember that? You said yes. to a little bit. Well, how I remember it. How I started because, remembering it. Hang on. Hang on. Because I got to let everybody know. Okay. Now, I'm not quite sure if you're aware of this, but the Langley Airfield, okay, was built, literally built in 1917 and was in use up until around 2010. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. this. Here's the thing that the Air Force Base itself has no, no, zero, I'm talking zero reference to anything to do with experiment, experimental mind control, anything. Okay. This is an Air Force Base. It's known as Langley. Okay. Now, again, Miss Penny. I was actually talking you, about Langley CIA. Well, I'm just telling you, Langley, okay is also been known for to have had underground facilities that contract with the CIA, with the deep state cartel, if you, if you cabal, okay? And they were also transferred and or working with hand in hand by what's known as base S4, okay? Which is also in conjunction with area 51. Now those two, right. and he can remember a little bit about, so that goes into let's talk a little bit about that, Penny, about what you right. can. These are these are memories out. that I'm trying to remember. So what I can explain to you is the basis for this foundation. Um, I know that I was also uh, sex trafficked to Nixon and to Gleason because Gleason lived next to me, maybe 16 minutes from me, and they had me audition for the Jackie Gleason um, review. And then when I researched Gleason, <coughs> I found out those two are buddies. And they were at Homestead Air Force Base, and they had talked about extraterrestrials. But Jackie Gleason was a Satanist. He was a drunk. And for some reason, as a child, I had a crush on him because I know that they, they did something to me there. And so I'm still trying to remember exactly what it was. And so when, I, then when they make me homeless, I drive across the United States twice. When I drive by the NSA, when I drive by NASA, I'm angry. I had to go rescue a girl, and I, I, I didn't have any funds, but so I, I'm using my funds, that's who I am, to go in and help this other girl out who's homeless. And right. I drive by NASA, and I'm angry. I drive by the NSA, and I'm even angrier, and I don't know why. I, I have no idea why. And I drive by Langley, and I think my head, my arms lock and start shaking. And I'm angry for the, like an hour before an hour after I pass it. I'm angry. Like as I'm passing into another state, I'm angry, angry, angry. I told my brother that. Why was I so freaking angry when I passed by Langley? And I know that the, the people that worked at Langley, and I also know I was at Area 51. And how I find this out, because I was in Nevada. I was in the desert. Um, and when I go back to Durrell's in 2016, uh, rather 2000. Um, yeah, it was 2000, December of 2016 
to uh, 2017, 40 Days and 40 Nights in the Desert with Satan. I go back to uh, to stay with Darrell because basically I'm homeless. And he keeps telling me he needs to get a new mailbox. He needs to get a new mailbox. I'm like, whatever, get the freaking mailbox. And later, and he, he uh, hypnotizes me with America, right? Been through the desert on a horse with no name. It feels good to get out of the rain. Because in the desert, you don't remember your name because there ain't no one for to give you no name. La, 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 la. Okay. Now, is all of this is all of this literally subsidy to mind control? I'm being honest with you, Penny. It is all. This it, is all it, mind control. This is all mind control. When you have a song that repeats a refrain three times over and over and over and over, this is called mind control. They're utilizing a frequency and verbiage to mind control you. You can't get that song out of your head. It's mind control tool. Okay, so. Then he sends another agent to me when I was out in Branson. He sends his agent named Ray. And Ray contacts me on Facebook after I find out who Darrell is. And he says, that's not all, Penny. You didn't just run through the desert on a horse with no name. He said, you ran through the desert with your eyes taped shut and no shoes on. I was like, what? Did you just tell me that I escaped from Area 51? He's like, maybe. I go, maybe. Did you? He's like, maybe. I go, okay, thanks for the heads up. Now I'm blocking you. And then I start researching. Somebody asked me to do this radio show. I find out that I'm Satanist. I decline. But while I'm talking to him on the phone, I look for the, for the mailbox. And I go to see uh, where the mailbox is at Area 51. And I'm looking at it. And I open it up, and it had been painted. And it had been stolen, by the way. So I said I need a new uh, mailbox. This, the black mailbox was stolen. And, but they still have pictures of the old black mailbox on there, which they said it was painted. And so I'm looking in the middle of the black strip that's on there. And you can just Google it yourself. It's, all, it's on there. Mm-hmm. And you enlarge it, enlarge it. And I'm like, what does that say? It does say Debbie was here, Phoebe was here. And I'm like, shit. It says Penny was here. Now, I posted that on Twitter. And they're like, somebody comes back and says, is that your signature? And I'm like, is that my signature? Dude, I was probably a high tweaking out of my mind on LSD, escaping from ET at Area 51 with my eyes taped shut and no shoes on. I probably picked up a copal and scratched my name there because I wanted mail, all right? <laughs> you know, and you're going to ask me if that's my signature? I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to block you for stupidity now. All right, Miss Penny, you got, you got a phone call coming in here from Nevada. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it from the area fifty one? Did I insult someone at the at the? No, well, then you, you know, it, it's time. You know, it's time. We, I I spent an hour picking your is brain, it John. Myself, you know, I I doubt John's <laughs> going to call this show here. But long you would story never know. Short, He'd send somebody to call. Well, if you guys wish to talk to Miss Penny Shepherd, feel free to call in, and and. Pick her brain, ask her as many questions as you want to, and uh, yeah, man, she's a great gal. I'm I'm absolutely glad to have her in my life. All right, so I'm going to unmute Las Vegas, Thank Nevada. You. I do, Mr. Socrates, probably sounds like yeah. Holy shit! Can you hear me? Holy, what's up? <laughs> Holy what's up? shit! Miss what's Penny, going on, buddy? My utmost respects to you. 
I understand Respect and that. feel everything that you've gone through. I've been through the same fucking thing. I was at the I age 12 you. in Camarillo, St. Melanesian. I went to Alhambra, Alhambra, uh, Emory Park uh, Elementary School, okay, in seventh grade. In, in California? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Uh, Pasadena. I grew up in in El Sereno. I, I'm a homeboy. I'm a any anywho. Uh, I just uh, Anyway, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I I, I built up. I met. I gigged out there. Five. I gigged all in that area, up and down, um, up and down the coast. I gigged in Old Town Pasadena. I gigged in Pasadena. I gigged the Commerce Casino. Um, I get all just over your that. voice, your voice. I, I look. You don't need to say nothing. You don't need to say it. Do you recognize me? Not a thing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I got to see in Camarillo. Uh, anyway, uh, I tried to commit suicide because my parents wanted to take me back to Mexico at twelve years old, and uh, I went to my aunt's. Uh, bathroom and uh, it turns out I, I, I took a whole bunch of uh, dog laxatives. They pump my stomach, they <laughs> fill me with oil or whatever. Anyway, they took me to the hospital, uh, got back, went back to school uh, the following day and uh, I saw real friends like you guys like you guys are my family. We're uh, extended uh, family, bro. Uh, 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 no, right. you, family you is not my... blood. Family's not no, blood. No, you you guys are my blood. We're blue blood. Anywho, right. we're blue blood. <laughs> blue blood. We're black. Yeah, blue blood. Anywho, um, did you go to a Catholic school, by the way? Um, I'm Catholic all the way. I've been to uh, uh, catechism and everything. I know right. I, I could perform a, 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 a what do you call it? An exorcism. On you. Exorcism. No. Yeah. That, I can't that, too. I know the Roman ritual. I know the Roman ritual. I know. Uh, believe you me, that's a for later. Any way back to my my childhood. Uh, I I have dual citizenship, citizenship. Anyways, I was going back back and forth. My my parents had me back and forth every year. I was born in L.A., grew up in East L.A. in El Sereno. And uh, anywho, back to when I was 12 years old or 11, somewhere around there. Uh, it's usually 11. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I saw my really my name friend. is eleven from Stranger Things. It's usually eleven. I saw my best friends crying after what I had done. So I was sitting at the bleachers and uh, crying for seeing my my. I I I had me I, I didn't understand what was going on. So I saw my best friend. Jessica, which she's a psychologist now, I'm 52 years old. Uh, you're 62, right? I was born in 68. Yes. Anyway, okay. uh, 
So I felt bad, and I went to the bleachers, and I just sat down, and uh, my friends were trying to see what was going on. One of my friends lifted up my chin, and uh, I started throwing blows with him. And there was a uh, uh, this man uh, that came into the gate uh, on our school. Which, by the way, our school was, uh, my elementary school is uh, now a historical school. Anyway, he came in, so is uh, Emerald State, uh, Emory Park yeah. Elementary okay. in Alhambra. Anyway, uh, so this man, we were on break or lunchtime or recess or whatever you call it back then. Uh, so he came in the gate because. And I beat the living shit out of him. So next thing you know, I'm put into an ambulance. And they took me to Camarillo. Uh, Oh, shit. I'm talking 1981, 82, somewhere around there. And uh, where are we going uh, with this? I I got to see shock treatment, uh, people, uh, people, uh, grown men being shock treatment, like an experiment. Uh, and, uh huh, uh huh. And then I saw this uh, one girl. Oh, 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 they had us all set up. They had a pool table in a room. There was a co-ed, uh, really uh, good-looking girls. Uh, uh, uh. I don't remember the guys, but I remember the girls. Uh, well, course, all my age. And I, I'd be calling home and my friends from school on payphone. Now, uh, when it came down to medication, now here I go. When it came down to medication, uh, that's the first time that I've been in prison, I've been in county, I've been in uh, city. Uh, but back then, I didn't know nothing about that. But it's just all the system. Uh, yes. They drug and they electrify mind control. Yes. Uh, believe you me. I know exactly what you're talking about. Your voice is like so cute into me. Anyway. Uh, so they all line up. And this uh, black girl, which was my age, she must have been 11, 12. She refused to take her meds. So you had these orderlies, like I, I saw it with my own two eyes, like knock her down into her bed and give her a freaking shot and put her to sleep. And then they looked at me because I was just watching. Uh, I didn't know right. why I was there or nothing like that. And uh, I can't believe we're talking on. We're talking right now. Anywho. Uh, I'm I'm telling you, I got you. Got to hurry up, Matt. Anyway, uh, uh, I'm like, you better not, not, not touch me with that. What? And anyway, yeah, because basically they're force drugging people and they're killing uh, them too. They will kill you. They will drug you, and then all of a sudden, oh, where's so and so? Oh, well, you know, she died. Years ago, right, dude. Okay, look. 
I'm going to jump off here. I'm going to continue to dig. Go ahead. Dig. Go ahead. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm just saying I've got a lot. There's still a lot to cover with her. dude. There's a lot to cover with her. And the thing, I'm hey, you know what? Right. He just got my phone I number. Say hi. My, hey, you know what? I'm online uh, and on my on my blog and on my web. My head. phone number's on there. You guys okay. are completely I'll, talking. I'll get a hold of you. Holy shit. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Going. Where, uh, did I even get a question or did, did you even get a question out of that, Penny? No, basically what the, comment, what, what the comment was was that even 40 years ago that he noted that when he was 11 and he's thrown into the freaking crazy brig with that the uh, that the MK Ultra experiments were being carried out with one threw over the cuckoo's nest and they're they're uh, making people take drugs and if they do, if they're not compliant then they just hold them down and drug them anyway children. and uh, right children Kids. okay that's MK Ultra programming and okay. at its finest. Well, All right, I was, more, I was I'm I'm gonna kill you. I get you. Okay, now I are Socrates. I now I know. Shut up. Gotcha. All right, bro. I'm gonna jump off. I'm, Thank I'm you. gonna let you go. Uh, I will put you in contact with Miss Penny Shepherd if you want. She Thank is an man. again, bro. Yeah, buddy. She's an awesome girl to talk to. Hey, oh, I want to solo talk to her. Well, I'll hook you up. I promise you. I'll fly wherever she's at, and, and we'll have a nice Yeah, time. I'm on Facebook, and I'm also, my phone number's on my web. What I don't do take you phone calls unless you, I live in a remote region in Texas. In Texas, okay. okay I'll come you can't me. find me. Don't find me. No, don't come visit me. It'd be a bad idea, bro. All right, It'd I'm be a bad idea. My friends, my friends get killed. Socrates, I'm gonna move along. Okay, good. Thank you for All calling, right. man. We'll holler at you. Peace out. Thank dude. you, thank you, brother. Later, buddy. All right, so back it, to what we were talking. It's one of many testimonies. Well, you that would probably. I, I don't want to see Socrates come into MIA. I'm just being honest with you. Because I know. again, it's a, a lot of people, No one knows. No one knows where I am. And uh, it's for good reason because people are dying around me. And, uh, you know, we, as you know, Matt, because you talked to us when the first time I said, I can't tell you where I am. And then you're like, hey, don't tell me. And then I kept telling you, I'm in Hawkins again. And I'm talking to you <laughs> again. I know you're saying two things, Matt. You're like, no, I'm not, Penny. But I know you're going to be, so whatever. <laughs> that I completely understand and but you know what whenever we're talking about like you know uh the death before dishonor penny i would take a bullet for you i really would oh my god that's what chet had tattooed on his arm let me say something on top of that okay you i know are not uh, by by no means this like i said the suicidal person every to every single time i talk to you you are upbeat you are happy you are you are always chipper you usually are always chipper. Yeah, I, know you, you, I, try to, I try to laugh as much as I can. And I try to make other people laugh because the subjects that we research are so incredibly dark. And I like to let people know, you know what? You need, it, you need to get through some of this stuff. You will get through it. 
and you will laugh and you will breathe and you will see the light again, but that doesn't mean that you ignore that darker part or that you run from it because when you run from it, then you're hiding and that dark little recess that you haven't uncovered with light is going to come back and haunt you. So you need to find it. Now, see, Socrates got a, literally, this is his, this is literally almost his own little show because if he remembers these things, okay, he needs to one, one, one day get with me. We'll work something out because, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. I um, also encourage people and, to write. I encourage people to write. write about it because then you have more linear thinking. And not only that, but Blogspot is free. So when you open yourself, you start writing, and then you start regaining some memories. You find out who you are in the movies. That helps a whole lot. And then as you're, you're writing and researching, that's my blog is basically to show a methodology. I'm not here to prove anything to anybody. Yes, I am that little girl in Stranger Things. I don't need to prove it. I didn't need to prove it to Pete Moon, who, I'm, who I don't actually like all that much. I don't know him, but my conversation with him I didn't like because he said I had to prove who I was. I said, I don't have to prove a thing. I'm just going to write my life, and then let everybody else take a look at it. Those that can see the truth will see the truth. I'm not going in the court of law to sue any of these people. I just want to know about my life. I have a right to my memories, which were taken from me by the CIA for 60 years. I have a right to have those memories. So I research every single day, and I talk to other people all over the world, and I just explain to them, read my blog. It's just a method, so you can do the same thing. You start a blog. You research your family, because these members of secret societies and Nazis and whatnot are in every single family. They're in your lineage. So research your family. If you think you're MK Ultra, I'm going to say 99.99.99%. You are. And if you have missing time or memories, there's something happened there that you need to investigate. You need to research it. And it starts with writing. If you have the skill of writing, do so. Open a blog spot. If you can post on Facebook, you can write a blog. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I do agree with you. You know, Miss Penny, I'm sharing I'm sharing the site now. Okay. I'm, I'm sharing sharing your website. And that would be now, the Shepherd website Day. isn't as updated as my blog. Well, okay. I, well, so, I still got to share your site. Okay. The shepherd, the shepherd I'm sharing that now. Um, where you've got, you know, the two bubble CIA, CIA agent X11 MK Ultra, and then the Miss X. Like, okay, you go. This is. You know, does anyone do, do you want to do you want to know why the X11? Because I am 11 in Stranger Things, but the X is important. Because I married Steve Zenos, Dr. Steve Zenos. His name, Zenos, means stranger. So if anybody comes at you and says that they're 11 from Stranger Things, ask them this, Matt. Were you Mrs. Stranger? Did you have a band named Stranger? That's just one faucet of the Stranger Things aspect. I was Mrs. Stranger, dude. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's not... There's a lot of people that claim... There's a lot of people that claim that. They're like, well, uh, Preston Nichols was the inspiration for Stranger Things. And I'm reading mm. up on Preston Nichols, and mm. I believe he, he might have actually been a perpetrator. I'm not, I'm not going to say that for certain. I'm just going to say I'm in research. When I, when I finish researching some of this stuff, then I will come forward with a conclusion. But my first initial response is a recoil when I saw him. 
And then I wrote a chapter on it called Ground Zero because I was interviewed for another program called Ground Zero. And I stopped doing interviews. And you were the first person that I trusted enough to do an interview with. Uh, yeah, thank you for, for giving me the opportunity to do that back then, Debbie. I'm serious. Thank you. So, thank so you. You, it's been, you know, you, you, you never did me wrong, so I'm I won't. I will not do you wrong. I, I, again, there, Miss Penny, there's about five other people, six other people, uh, the, the one I just got introduced to. That makes seven, okay? Seven people that I, I was just talking to Melissa about this. Seven people that I know have been part of and victimized by this this dark not the nightmare part of the deep state cia okay now i talked to a them lot of people think that the mk a lot of people think the mk ultra you got to be sucked down to a deep underground military base you don't a lot right. of this stuff is is done above ground in catholic churches they're done by your parents they're done by your doctors by your teachers by your neighbors you could go over to grandma's house not know grandma was a nazi and grandma's like, hey, baby, you want something to eat? And then she feeds you, and you're drugged, and she uses you with uh, Versed or a roofie, and she takes you to uh, a satanic ceremony, and they bury you in a graveyard, and then they dig your ass up and then put you back in bed all clean and shiny, and you wake up in the morning kind of tired. You don't know what happened. Now, let, let's go over something right real quick because you mentioned a name. You mentioned a name, and I don't really even like to talk about the man. I really don't. I don't. I don't see anything good coming of him, from him. But there's a book that was released, and again, by no means is this a a plug for the book. Okay, but you'll see in the top right hand side the pro. It says Project Montauk Projects Experiments in Time. Okay. Now, this is a book that was written by by Preston Nichols, also co-written. No, it's actually written by it was written by Peter Moon. He ghost wrote it for Preston. Maybe Preston by, wasn't a good writer. Well, okay, again, this this is the narrative that the deep state would like to print print you. I'm reading it verbatim. The Montauk Project print experiments in time by Preston B. Nichols and Peter Moon. Okay, that's right. what they Peter would like to Peter told me he know. ghost wrote it. Well. I talked I'm to Peter. Peter said what it, he what goes says, wrote the book okay? for Preston. In this book, his series is details supposed time travelers experiencing at the Montauk Air Force Base at the eastern tip of Long Island, part of the Montauk Project. I, we call it the island. This is also known as Camp Hero. Some of them, some of the old boys refer to it as the fort. Yeah. So if I click into this, note that uh, you'll see you're back here in the back. It would be no again as Miss Penny mentioned. Okay, as Miss Penny mentioned, missing time. You know those people that um, have wake up or let's just say blackout and they're missing time. These are the things that would classify you as a subject or a uh, an experiment. Okay, something, some way, or some for some reason, you're missing time. The dialogue throughout the day just like vanishes. Well, there's a reason for that. It's not necessarily just because you are. Or just portions, portions of your childhood. Like, uh, yes, uh, Bryce Taylor had been infiltrated by the USO and by um, 
was the head of the USO? The comedian. Who? Head um, of the USO. Bob Hope. Okay, so she says oh, okay. uh, that she was in, that she was sex addict. You know, Bob Hope was the head of the USO, and he was indeed a Satanist. And and the the entire I love Lucy's I love Lucifer. And um, Desi Lou did a song called Babalu. So I looked up Babalu, and it's actually a demon that um, from Hoodoo Voodoo that came from Cuba, where he was from, is uh, they bring the demon in through the drums. So he's playing on the conga singing Babalu. So they were the whole Desi Lucy, I love Lucifer uh, premise in, in Hollywood um, has been prevalent in Hollywood since the beginning of time. So um, go on. Here's the thing. Angela Catroar says alien abduction also equals missing time. What do you, yes, what do you know about, about that, Penny? What, what I was going to say about the, uh, about, uh, she said, thanks for the memories. Well, what I put on my Twitter, because when I got out to my brothers, I had no memories, Matt. None. They chemically gave me a lobotomy in 12 years. I was walking on a walker in adult diapers. And then I managed to hobble out of my house. Out of my husband had broken my ribs, and I was dragging a leg behind me like lurch, right? You know, all I needed was like uh, Igor with like a hump on my back. You had to learn to, you had to, I had to, learn to walk, how to walk and talk all over again. Yeah. Right, right. Not the first time. I died coming over from the White House. I had to learn how to walk all over again, which is odd, you know, considering you know the you know my ties to the White House, which you know I'm not actually going to say, but you know right. what they are. You know, this <laughs> is the kind of shit on um, that we we say. This is the kind of shit you just can't make up. Now, again, you know, by no. now, if if, if <laughs> Miss Penny was had. Any kind of a, uh, you, you know, whenever she she first said this, th this made her an enemy of the state. Now nobody's yes, really just going to come out and say that they are this 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 and this, right? And the CIA just le like le CIA deep state just like leave you alone, okay? So no, they, they obviously don't. They, they will you follow right, you for right. the rest of your days, <laughs> right? Right. Until your so asses. We, and then they'll probably right. take your asses and they'll make a nice purse out of them. Well, hopefully they do not. You know, hopefully they do not. Because, I, although you I know, don't know. When, um, when um, what's her name? Uh, David Spade's sister, Kate Spade, sister-in-law, Kate Spade, suicide herself. Um, it was alleged that her company, what she had sold and she didn't benefit from the sales because when she died, instead of being worth billions, she was worth 200 million. And she had separated from her husband 10, 10 months before. And then he comes out with a mouse mask. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Okay. And then Dave goes down and he works at the comedy club that week in Brea where John was, was lived in Brea. Um, and Dave is one of John's clients. So he represents David Spade. But Dave when Spade. he dies, right, it's right. a, it's a, it's a, oh, and also David Spade, by the way, not to get that far off topic, but you know how when you're in Wikipedia and you click on one thing, you got to click on the other one, right? And before you know it, you're like, what the fuck? Where was I? Where did I start this thing? I'm with you, right, right. David Spade was in the car with um, uh, Tiger Woods, 
Say what? Did you know that? No. Yes. David Spade. No. Yes. David Spade. Not when he crashed. The day before. Okay. Tiger has Tiger has prescription drug problems and also woman problems because he's he's Illuminati and his dad trained him on military basis and he golfed with Bob Hope. Right. See, you see how the circle comes full circle. Well, what I see is they they love Tiger to... was prepared. Yeah, Tiger's prepared as a child. He's golfing on military bases, and he's golfing on the he's on the Tonight Show. But he golfs with um, Bob Hope. He's a prodigy because they're training him for the Boulay Illuminati. Then subsequently, after his years in the business and his years being you know sex trafficking other women and. Uh, so he develops a prescription drug problem. You can't get his drugs as much as he'd like to. He gets in an accident in 2009 in Florida. And then this accident that he just got in, because I checked to see the satanic holidays. Oh, by the way, it was in Palos Verdes where my husband lived, okay, and where Tom Hanks lived. So he's, he goes, he has this, this golf tournament, which that freaked me out, called Genesis, right? That's my project name, Project Genesis. And he's got a golf tourney called Genesis. So the what day exactly before he that? goes there, Penny. what is Project Genesis? There's no paper Penny. on it. So at some Penny. point... Penny. Penny. Penny, 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 Penny. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, give, me a, give me a rundown. What exactly is Project Genesis? I, am, I, am, I have no I'm idea, not... Matt. I'm still trying to figure it out. I know that at some point they made a breakthrough, whether it was in cloning, because the subproject is Eve, which is a cloning project. I don't know. It was a genesis of something. Maybe it was a new generation in 58 because they still hadn't disclosed anything about, about MKUltra. And then they had the church committee, which told everyone that MKUltra went away and they threw away all the files. And that was a lie. And some of those people, Matt, I believe I know them personally because when I see Sidney Gottlieb, I want to punch my phone and I like my phone. <laughs> I I know I knew these Don't people. Phone, Betty. I know <laughs> I, I I knew these people personally. So when I say I was housed at Langley, I know that I was housed at facilities uh, attributed to Langley. I know that I was at Area 51 because you know my name scratched on the stolen black mailbox, which you can Google it. And, you know, somebody says, hey, do you have pictures of you doing it? No. Okay. I was baked out of my mind. Yeah, sure. I carried a camera with me when I was a kid. What the hell? You know, <laughs> I was running for my life out there. And you're going to say, is that your signature? Oh, my God. These are the questions I get, which I'm a little, you know, baffled by. And I have to laugh because people actually ask these things, you know. Do, do you have pictures of you being uh, – you know, in the deep underground military bases in cages when they were doing experiments, DNA experiments, when you were a baby? <laughs> yes. My mom took a bunch of snapshots of me. I mean, let me shoot you a question right for, right, real quick from um, from the Matrix Minds chat coming from Miss Tara Bonacci, all right? She says, she asks, she's like, Penny, I've heard that 200,000 <laughs> children were removed from, from under the White House tunnels. Your thoughts on that? I'd like to believe it. I don't know. I can't comment on it. I wasn't there. I wasn't apprised of the operation. If it indeed happened, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say praise God because there are children that are being born. There's a girl that came out and um, 
her name is Katie Groves. She's like 22. She said she came from Austin. And we lived over by Austin. And she said that she was taken from Austin to Middle Crossing, Texas. And Middle Crossing, Texas is about an hour from Bush's Crawford Ranch. By the way, Elon Musk has uh, his organization, he has a, a SpaceX and a Gregor, which is eight minutes from there. So there's tunnels for all these places. What she said was that she verified, she's in her 20s, and when she speaks, she is so fragmented, she has to use another voice. And she said that she was used, they took her ovum, they grew, they grew, they implanted other women, they were having babies under there. The babies were, they had no birth certificates. Some of them were used for food, and they were shipped out through military transport. Now, you asked me about, the, about Langley, the airport. They're using all of the military organizations to sex traffic and transport children. If you're taking a look at Fort Bragg, I wrote a chapter on, uh, on Ted Gunderson and the McDonald uh, murders, which were at Fort Bragg, and Michael Aquino was there. So in response to the question in regards to do I know if those children uh, were recovered. There, there are much more than maybe 200,000 children. There are 800,000 children that they're counting above ground that they say disappear from, I believe, America alone. And the figures keep going up and up because they're, they're literally creating clones, which is Project Eve. And yes, what the genesis is. Perhaps they uh, refined a, a process of cloning um, from everyone's DNA and to create food because uh, these underground tunnels, there are cities under there that go down 100 miles deep. So they're providing food for these beings that are eating us. They're eating human beings like we're cattle. And so in regards to that question about the children being taken, I would pray to God that it was true, that they, that they did recover them. I have no actual intel on it to verify or to counter it, but my prayer would be, yes, I, ho I hope it's true, because oh there's God. children that do not have birth certificates that are being used for food. They never, they'll gas some air, and then they're cooked like a turkey and shipped out because these people are eating them in gourmet restaurants, and they're being shipped out to uh, China where they, they used to pay 30 grand for a baby fetus. So that you could eat it on a high satanic holiday. These things are real. They're not, everyone knows about the adrenochrome. And when you're taking a look at Stranger Things, you're like, oh, how pretty. That's so cute. Do some party tricks for me, Penny. Can you film yourself make, doing storms and killing people? <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to do that, dude. That's uh, not, I'm here to try and really kill people. Yes. Do they really ask you to do that kind of shit? Yes day and I tell you that I actually cried I was so angry that I cried and then this is bad I got so angry I started thinking oh I, I hope I didn't start a tornado somewhere I'm not oh, kidding I like, started looking on right away to see start a tornado because I'm really pissed and I know I can do it because I saw myself do it and I was told by a handler I did it after I was talking to John and I was angry and I was in a Starbucks in Wisconsin I've been there all day and and the lights go out in the Starbucks, and I'd just been reading from Supernatural to my last, to my handler who sex trafficked me out of the crazy house. His name is George Rodriguez. He was a commander at the DAV in um, the Disabled Veterans Association in Chicago, and he was also a Fed at one point. So uh, I'm, t I'm reading out of Supernatural, and the lights go out, and then the police show up, an ambulance shows up, and a fire truck. And I'm like, 
uh, the, they came up to me from Starbucks. They go, did you start this storm? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and they go, well, you've been praying for a storm all day long. Penny. You said you're a stranger, 11 and stranger things. Did you start this storm? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and so I take my computer. I go, I'm going to leave. And then I leave and I get in my car and then George calls me on the phone and the lightning is going all over Chicago. And George says, Betty, did you start this storm? By the time he had called me, I was so angry because I found out who John was. I was so angry that um, I put my hand in front of the window and I said, I want all the cars to get off the freeway. And all the cars got off the freeway. And then George called me. And he said, did you start this storm? I said, can I do that? He says, yes. I said, I don't know how to stop it. I said, I want all the planes to fall from the sky, but not to hurt any of the good people, just to hurt the bad people. I said, and I want John to be drowned and revived and drowned and revived and drowned and revived. And George said, slow the car down. I said, I don't have to, George. There's no cars on the freeway. <laughs> Benny, let me throw this name out there. I'm, I'm trying to read comment questions also for you, okay? And um, one of them was an, a name. I actually... Um, hang on. Jo uh, Penny, have you spoken to a Donald Marshall lately? If you know. No, I haven't Donald spoken Marshall. to him. I haven't spoken to him. I know of him. I don't know if he's a psyop up or if he's real, but I know the things he's talking about are real. I don't know him personally, so I can't vouch for him. I did try to contact him once he never contacted me back again. But I know he's, the cloning centers he's talking about are real. Just for an example, Google Clone Aid. It's in Riverside. And Clone Aid came above ground after Dolly. But Clone Aid's in Riverside where John is. And Google Panos Zavos, T-A-N-O-S, Z-A-V is in Victor O-S. He has a video on Amazon called Cloning the Dead. And he... Uh, he started his endeavor because uh, he was researching male infertility, but he actually clones, and he's been, he's got a TED Talks. He'll explain how it's all done. Uh, watch the movie Boys from Brazil. Um, Boys from Brazil was, I think, in the 70s or the 80s. It was with uh, Gregory Peck, who Gregory Peck was in uh, The Omen. He was the father in The Omen. And before the filming starts in 76, his son commits suicide, which I believe was a sacrifice, and he pulls a Polanski. He's over in uh, France when it happens, so he's nowhere around, right? So that's a sacrifice for the omen. He says he's all, all cut up about it. But then the next thing that he does, the next film he does, he plays Joseph Mengele in Boys from Brazil. So you tell me who Gregory Peck was. <laughs> right. Uh, Penny. Are you familiar with or, or know anything about the Allen Memorial Institute? Yes, I do. I think I might have been there, um, like, but underground, I don't know, because I spent a year in New York, and it's only like six hours from New York. And it's in, it's, you cross the line in, in Quebec. And I Googled Donald Ewing Cameron when I was in the crazy house, and I started talking to the doctors there and saying, do you know what MK Ultra is? And they're like, no, we don't know. I'm like, really? Because the guy that invented the DSM, which is the Diagnostic Statistical Manual for Mental Health, was Donald Ewing Cameron. And while he's breaking people's minds under MK Ultra at the Allen Memorial Institute, he's with the AMA, the APA, and the ADA putting uh, fluoride down people's mouths and in their bodies so that they will get cancer so that the AMA can then 
create drugs to stop the cancer. So they're, they're building their little money machine. And then while he's breaking minds and he's saying, oh, this is schizophrenia. Let's, let's do some drugs for the schizophrenia so that we can all have a party and make money off of big pharma and kill people. Oh yeah, we 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 know it's it's just a game. I mean, the deep state cabal, those that feed the system, feed both sides of the system. They feed the war criminals as well as they feed they feed the victors and the victims. I mean, come on. You they, know, Paperclip was a sideshow. People don't understand that. They think, oh yeah, fifty thousand. First, it was like five thousand. Then they increase it. Well, it's you know twenty. Then it's like fifty thousand. It wasn't just fifty thousand scientists. It was everyone in the Reich, and we're talking all right. about all nations, okay, everybody that, was, that followed the Reich, they gave them a promise of everlasting life through the Uber soldier, which they were creating through cloning, and this is pre-before I was even born. John was born in 1955. Mengele was born March 16th, 1911. Rolf, his son, was born 33 degrees and years later, 33 degrees masonry. He was born in 1944, March 16th, 1944. John's born um, March 19th, 1955. Uh, Michael Aquino is born October 16th, 1946. Durrell was born July 12th, 1945. Trump was born four months before Aquino. So you see they're all in the same, in the same area. And Trump is a time traveler. Uh, Trump, you know, me, Trump's uncle, he's named after his uncle, Donald John Trump, okay? So John Trump, for some reason, was uh, the Office of Illegal Aliens, because this is odd. They sent him over there to get Tesla's papers. They sent John Trump over there, and then John, who was like a kind of okay guy, then all of a sudden becomes a brainiac at MIT because he's got Tesla's papers. And then it's alleged that he actually built a time machine and sent Donald back in time. Well, see, me, myself, yeah, myself, Tara Bonacci, Jessica McTarsney, and some others, other, you know, other friends of mine, we, we got into a conversation on via just a little bit on Facebook on comments, right? It wasn't really a conversation, but we were passing back and forth about the story of little Baron Trump. Okay. Right. So that's Ingersoll Lockhart. That's the shit right there, Penny. Wow. Hello. Ingersoll yeah, Lockhart wrote a book about Branton, but a uh, Baron Trump, but he also wrote a, a book called the 1900, which basically foreshadowed what has just occurred uh, in the White House and around the elections. So when I first did an interview on Kerry Cassidy, I spoke about it. Because I saw that we were going to be in a civil war, 02022020, and it actually happened, but it wasn't a civil war like I knew a civil war to be. It's a biological war, and we were hit with COVID, and it took down the world. Mm -hmm. And then John and Darrell sent me a cipher uh, the day after Kobe was, was sacrificed, and uh, Kobe goes down uh, like 16 miles from... Uh, Kanye West Calabasas estate on a Sunday when they're doing their satanic ceremonies that everyone's saying, you know, Kanye's a Christian, right? Yeah, he's a Christian, all right. Um, and, you know, that's why he dropped Jesus as king at the Oculus at the One World Center. And he sings, uh, 
at uh, in Austin with Marilyn Manson burning the Bible on stage, and then he goes over to Joel Olstein's venue and sings in this it sings this creepy uh, you know choral thing in the shape of an eye, and he sells uh, his Jesus is King shirts for two hundred and fifty dollars. No, Kanye's King is cash. It's not Jesus. Right. Damn it, Miss Penny. You know, I I think everybody you know, the switchboard has been open from the get-go. Okay? I really believe that every you have got everybody's attention to the point where their jaws are on the floor and they're just going, "What the uh, what am I listening to?" <laughs> I would tell people, "Take a look at my blog because in my blog, and I thank you for what you did the other day with the verbal thing. That's awesome. But you understood what I meant when I said the pictures pretty much tell tell a story all of their own because I also yeah. do these little uh, what I call infographics. So when I find some intel in a book that I'm reading, I, I stop reading the book. I'm reading like 10 books at once because I stop reading it. I stop at that point where I know it's pertinent to me and then, or pertinent to a point that I want to make. And then I make a little infographic and I make a statement on it. And then I put the infographic in, uh, I tweet it out, and then I'll use it in a blog. So the pictures are really important. And one of the reasons people are like, where can I get your book? Well, that's basically it on my blog. My blog is more updated than my website. So that's why I refer people to my blog, which it's my name, Shepherd, like she is paired, S-H-E-P-A-R-D, the word entertainment, and then dot blogspot.com. I've got 28 chapters on there. I'm still working on them and editing them. And and then last night you did a, a kind of cool thing, which is you made it um, you made it so that you could listen to it. And uh, and this guy had made this post. I was tired. This guy had made this post about um, that deaf people need uh, closed captioning. So I said, "You God, I, this deaf friend of mine would love this." And I'm like, "Oh what? yeah, well, I, I can say? do that again, but I gotta <laughs> make it." Deaf person couldn't hear audio. what you. Well, a deaf person I, can't hear the audio. Okay, so Penny, honey, we're here. Shepherdentertainment.blogspot.com. Right. See see me now, Agent X11. I'm the real 11 depicted in Stranger Things, born to an MKUltra Project Genesis. Yeah, baby, this is where we're at. So, okay, chapter. this is where we we left off. Chapter 28, Movies Are Real, Amazon's Utopia, John Cusack, Revisit the Illuminati, Taylor Swift, and Charles. Yeah, when I saw that one, when I, somebody sent me that, the John Cusack Utopia, I, I cried when I saw it. I was talking with Dave Zublick, and I was like, I, I go, Dave, oh, my God. I started crying and shaking because I go, John Cusack is playing my brother, John. And everyone's like, is your brother John Cusack? No. <laughs> David Zublick? No. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Did you ever interview well, I, David Zublick? No, I, I actually no. I, I went to Dave. I went to Dave because uh, I was looking for Jesse Zabotar because Jesse Zabotar said something that I want a confirmation on. She said that John Brennan, who in Stranger Things, Doctor Brenner is an amalgamation of Darrell and John Brennan. Who John Brennan has been in the CIA for twenty five years. Okay, and mm-hmm. she says that John Brennan. 
And Michael Aquino were trained by a Nazi named Karkok, who's a Ukrainian Nazi, who reported directly to the SS in Rockford, Illinois. She was trained by them as well. Okay. Then something happens and the Nazi's house gets burned down or whatever. She thinks he's dead, but she finds out he, he died in like 2019. But he ends up in Minnesota where, where Darrell was born. And Darrell told me, hey, I grew up in a castle. I'm like, and your point is, what? You know, okay, you grew up in a castle in Minnesota. Was it bigger than Prince's? <laughs> you know, why are you telling me this? Because I'm not impressed with money or, or material things. Darrell has six exotic cars. But when I flew out to see him, you know what, Matt? I walked everywhere. I walked two miles down to the lake, Lake Havasu. So I didn't even have a car, but he's got six exotic cars. But there's nothing there for me to, to even drive. I had to take an Uber to go and get a Christmas tree. Wow. You know, Damn they it. don't pay for anything. They don't pay for anything. They drain. Th this is the psyop. They drain. You're their slave. So you pay them to stay with them. You pay for food. You pay for whatever, right? It, you know, he, tell, he tries to tell me he's on Social Security. I go, Darrell, you can't change a flat on a Ferrari on Social Security. So where is your actual, where's your money's coming from, Mr. Spears? Right. Oh, I, I wanted to drop this too. I, I sent this to you. Uh, last night. Um, have you watched, uh, I, I knew you haven't between time I've talked to you, but it's just for your audience. There's a new show out. It's on sci-fi. It's called Resident Alien. And I believe when people are saying, uh, have you ever seen an alien? Uh, yeah. They're your neighbors. They're uh, because they, the alien hybrids are bred into us. So they're your neighbors. They're your doctors, your lawyers, you know, um, they're your police officers. They are alien hybrids. And every time I looked at Darrell, I believe that when he was made, that they made him an alien gray hybrid. I think that's where the psychopaths come from. So they're not human. Well, Miss Penny, we're all, so we I, are all look, a hybrid. We are all hybrid. Yes. So when I'm watching this alien, resident alien, I'm like really drawn to it. Like, like almost addicted to it, like I have to watch it, right? But I'm not going to pay for cable. I was like, shit on that. And so I, I pay for a season on Apple, and then I'm watching it. And then last night, after I got done with a very long day, talking to people all day long, trying to help people, I'm tired, and there's one girl who wants to interview me. Um, I say, hey, you should watch Alien. You know, I just did this to chill out, and I'm going to watch this. And then I sent it to her, but the thing is of – this uh, Dodge, I, I, found, I found out what it was. It's some kind of a, a power wagon is what it's called. Do, a red Dodge power wagon that he's driving. And he looks at the window, and you can see what he actually looks like in the reflection in the window. And then he's standing outside the truck looking like a human being. So only the children can see what he is. Maybe that's why they're killing the children. That's a thought. Because we I... can see them for what they are. You're saying that the children can see them for what they are? Yes. Yes, yes. Now that's that makes makes sense. Because they're not the kids right? the kids today, yeah, the kids today are pretty damn smart, very telepathic, very clairvoyant, and they can definitely they're woke. They're 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 woke. 
I know. I know. Also, my, what they said my, was they said that the kid had a gene, a special gene. He said, out of all the people that are in this town, you have to have a special gene to be able to see me. So then, there we go into the thirteen Illuminati bloodlines, and those of us that are actually in the Christos consciousness, who are truth tellers, and we're drawn to the light, and then we can actually see the darkness. We can mm-hmm. see they're not us. So, you know, that brings us back to the children. Were the children actually saved from there? And why are they killing the children? I know they're predators. So well, when we they, pray... We know they're taking them for their adrenaline. Right? We know right, they're taking they're them for their But they're actually eating us. That's who... I mean, you, you would know better Joseph, than me. Joseph Mengele was a cannibal. Joseph Mengele was a cannibal. So while he's doing these experiments on thousands of people, and here's just a premise that I have. There are millions of people that were murdered that we don't know about, right? And I believe when they were doing these experiments that they were taking the women's ovum and they were storing them, and they were doing DNA experiments there, and they were doing experiments all over the world with women in hospitals, impregnating them with genetic anomalies. Why? Because they're interbreeding species. And they also had advanced technology, which that advanced technology were not availed of. So when you tell somebody, when I try to tell somebody, they took my ovum and my fetuses and they transplanted the fetuses via xenotransplantation. And I was married to Dr. Xenos. The first X-file, 20 minutes into it, they say it was started on a wiggy case of xenotransplantation filed under X in the file cabinet. And the X-files are also the MKUltra files. Isn't that amazing? And it's in season 11, they tell you that. So, and there's one, which I told everybody you need to watch it. It's called, it's in season 11, episode uh, four. It's called The Lost Art of Forehead Sweat, in which they attribute the, Man- the Mandela effect to Joseph Mengele because he's fucking with the time continuum. And I knew that that was going to happen. When I started watching, I'll go backtrack. When I started watching John Dies in the End, and they go to this other planet where they're being worshipped, this is why I continue to watch it. Because when I'm at Bill Hybels' venue, I'm sitting in an open-air office, and I look up, and there's these pictures on the wall. And one of the agents had said, hey, my picture was on the wall, but I didn't like, there. I didn't like it there. So I asked him to take it down. I'm thinking, who are you, Jesus Christ? Then I look up, and I see this picture, and it's John in the picture with a COVID mask on. This is in 2016. And I go, that's John David McEntee. I would know you for a 1,000 years. Then go into the prayer and worship center where they're praying and they're worshiping. And there's a life-size rendering, which looks like some real Abramovich. Because the other thing they're doing with the kids is they're taking their, um, their DNA and they're, they're making paintings, satanic paintings. And then the, I don't know what kind of material this thing was on. There's a very unusual painting. It was life-size. There's John again in the corner with a COVID mask. And up front is this entity, which looks like Joseph in the multicolored coat, only it's a gray entity, and it looks like it's sucking something up in a blood sack. And they're worshiping this. So in John Dies in the End, they go to this planet, and they're worshiping John and Dave. And John's middle name is David. Movies are real, ladies and gentlemen. Movies are real. Move, move, I, um, moving on here for a second. I, I'm gonna, I seen this this young gal's uh, comment stick. It, it called out to me to, to read this to you and, and everybody else, primarily you, Penny. So she, Miss Kristen uh, Pridemore asks, let me ask you all this. I have had 
multiple miscarriages and two uh, ectopot. Was it called ectopic Etopic pregnancies? Okay. Yeah, there you go. I wonder if things. I, I wonder if these things are a result of something that they've done to me. I have had a hard time with this. She says. She's well, they would harvest your DNA as a as a child. They would probably and um and they would take take her ovum and they're making genetic hybrids off the ovum yes that could definitely most assuredly be now they would maybe attribute it to in in vitro uh it's like a it's like a clotting in vitro i can't even say the word in vitro myosin or something like that where they actually have to go in and scrape because you've got like clots and stuff like that and that would cause maybe an atopic pregnancy Again, I'm not a doctor, but um, in regards to the miscarriages as well, um, sometimes they, if it's in the hospital, they'll take that DNA from the miscarriage if you don't ask for it back, and they will create babies and clones from that. They use the stem cells from the infants, and then they also take the, take the fetal remains and they sell it. And unfortunately, sometimes they eat it, but they will do a satanic ceremony. <laughs> Sorry. Dog started barking. <laughs> Did I scream your ears out? I'm so sorry. I told you sometimes you don't do that. I'm sorry. I got a really loud voice. Okay. <laughs> that just took me I, back they can't, to they can't, they, season, <laughs> season three, episode four of Stranger Things, where where Eleven stood there and she like screamed and the cop car flipped in they the were, air. They were killing one another out there. Wow. Who the dogs that in a fight? Sorry. I'm sorry to scream in your ear, Matt. You're, you're good. I mean, I, I can't hear shit now, but that's we're done with the show. I mean. I know. I'm really sorry for all your, okay, all right. your guests. They're like, what the heck? Yeah, they're going to be like. I know. Susie came running out of bed. I'm I have a loud voice. Susie taught me how to do that. It's her fault. Mystery. You stuck with me for for the two hours, just me and you. And and again, I'm I'm grateful that you 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 did. You I I I love talking to you. You are all like I said. You're always to me. You're upbeat. You're always bubbly. You're and I've I've never caught you in a bad mood. I I truly have never <laughs> caught you in a bad mood. Sorry about that screaming thing. I I don't want the dogs to kill one another. Okay, so I'm just gonna apologize to your whole. Your whole audience is just going, what? Everyone went to shock. What the hell just happened? Give me you a, Did Teddy get killed? No. Giving you a positive affirmation here, Miss <laughs> Kristen. She says, thank you so much. She's She's been wondering about this. She She's always felt that something wasn't right, and she needed to hear that. You know, I, again, I, Penny's not a medical expert, neither am I. I, I. I don't know. But what we do know is that there are and have been some bad things happened to some really good people and again the time dilation the time difference the loss of time if these things have happened to you good 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 chance that there's something that you don't know that's happening is happening to you even now, now I'm sorry, I'm right Matt. If we put this on the air, can you just take out that scream or put it in an appropriate place? Oh hell no! I'm going to leave it there. In fact, you know, I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, that was really funny. 
<laughs> I'm sorry about that. I probably scared the pajibis out of everybody that was listening. All right. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, sorry. That would be my guess, Miss Betty Shepard. You know, was, hang on. I got, I got a funny for you. Okay? Oh, man. All right. Look, Miss Penny, um, before before we go, there is no there is nobody on the line. Again, you've primarily just captured everybody in the audience. There they don't there's I'm, I'm blast I'm blown away that there are no questions in re relations to what we're talking about tonight, but it's no big deal. I'm glad that you and I had the time that we did together. Because again, there's a lot of, a lot of questions answered. We covered a lot of turf. And I appreciate you, Miss Penny. Nobody, nobody leaves the Matrix Minds without having a and saying a good affirmation to all of humanity. So, Miss Penny, I gotta say that you have the floor. You, we're, we're gonna wrap it up for the night. You got the floor. Say something positive to everybody, please. Well, what I would like to say to everybody is, <clears throat> my life may seem like it's extraordinary when I first started on this journey. And I started writing, I was going to write my lifetime, my life story. And I thought, and I was at uh, Bill Hybels' venue and uh, James McDonald's venue. And I said, I'm not that interesting, right? And then when somebody comes to me and they say, I'm not that interesting, I say, now I'm really interested. Now I really want to know who you are. So what I would suggest to everyone is, while my life may seem extraordinary, it's actually ordinary in these extraordinary times. Everyone needs to research their own lineage, their own names, and the, the names are anagrams, and the names, if your name is spelled with an E, and, and you're like of, this, of the mindset that you're not related to the Johnson spell with an O, you are. They're all, they, this, the names came down and they totally changed. So Darrell's last name is Corey. It's not Spears, but his name means tip of the spear. They do anagrams. So I highly suggest you find out who grandma's name is. Everybody slept with everybody. And some, some faction in your family knows uh, Hitler and knows his henchmen because they all moved over here. So investigate. If you think you lost time and you, and you need to get in touch with me, all, all I promote is I just tell my story and then I encourage you to investigate your life and to make your life a priority and to find and to start writing and to start researching. And then I try to help people find out who they are in the movies because they made movies about all of us. So my life is just an example, just a, a small thread of examples as to what they've done to humanity and you are in humanity and everyone in this world has been MK altered. So if you have that question, am I MK ultra? The reality is yes, but there are degrees of it in which some of us have been involved in covert activities. Some of us are men in ordinary lives that you're living. you you were uh, used as breeders and you're also connected with some high, high ranking individuals in, in governmental factions or in, uh, in CEOs of corporations. So I try to help people find out the genesis of their name and, and the movie things. I encourage everyone to start a blog. If you can write on Facebook, you can write on a blog. Blogspot is free. Wix is free. Um, Minds.com is another venue. If you're getting tired of Facebook, you can also go on LinkedIn. Just be very judicious about some of the political statements that you're making. Don't attack anybody. Don't say anything on Facebook like you're going to kill somebody. 
just don't do it. Don't make any, any advances that you're going to actually have the FBI knocking on your door. Be, remain um, lawful and peaceful. And don't attack other people. If you attack other people, they withdraw, and it gets, it gets bad. So my, my advice to humanity is we all get angry, but our centers are actual love. And we need to, we need to rotate all, along that center. There are some things that I will never get over, and I will be angry for eternity. But the people that I, that I bring into my sphere that are those that are seeking the truth, those are the people I want to be close to me, and I call those people friends and family. Oh, man. Penny, you know what? I, I don't ever want to I, – I don't, I don't want to ever lose you as that contact, that, that friend, especially knowing, the, knowing that you know these things and can help me to understand my life a little bit more, a little bit better. I again, I haven't, I haven't found the movie that I'm in, but I, I'm trusting you that you, you're saying that, that well, there's a, there's a, uh, yeah, somewhere, yeah, you're somewhere. Yeah, you're things. I just don't know. Before, before <laughs> I, I let know. you go, it's a, I, I actually, you know what, I actually found, and uh, I'm not gonna say who it is, but I actually found Mike from Stranger Things. Area code seven zero two. You are live with the Matrix Minds once again. Hello and welcome. Hello, hello. Area code seven zero two. Come on, come on, come on. Before we go, Las Vegas, Nevada. Again? Uh, don't ask me. It's Area John. Seven zero two. <laughs> Being really, John really on good. Talk on air. Quiet. <laughs> Being really quiet. Don't it's know. John. He doesn't want to talk on the air. Well, guess what? You ready for this, Penny? Liz, do you can. Oh well. All right. Going once, going twice. Goodbye. Bye bye. All right, Miss Penny. I'm out of here. You're out of here. All right. Thank you so much. It's been enjoyable, and we gotta do this again. We will do it again. Again, my love to you. I appreciate you. Take care of yourself. Okay? Thank you. All right. Good All right. night to you. Miss Penny L.A. Shepherd, everybody. My my good friend. I'm telling you what, man. Love her. She is cool. She is indeed an awesome, awesome cat. Uh, two hours she's been going. And again, man, I absolutely love her to death. We are, I can't, again, I can't believe it. It, it, With talking to to her about things like this, the time just flat out flies. I also want to see, I've seen you come up in here, Miss Candace. Shout out to you. I appreciate you. I'm glad to see you back up in in the lives. I missed you too, just as much as I guarantee, just as much as you missed me. I do, I did definitely miss you. What's up, Australia in there, Miss Shauna Kirby. I see you guys in there. Save the children, save our children. Yeah, man, you guys just lightening up this chat. Andy Cassidy, thank you for hanging in there tight with me. Miss um, Amanda Songcrest, I see you up in the house, chicka. Definitely do. Mr. Russell Dieter, look, um, yeah, man, Kristen, no problem. No problem at all. And thank you guys for tuning in again. 
being with me this late Friday night. Indeed, Miss Penny Shepard, I love having her on the show. You guys, I'm going to bail out of here, and I will catch you guys out here on, on Monday evening, whenever myself and Charlene tunes in. Once again, to the political bullshit. Blah. I'm so done with politics. I, I just want my POTUS back. I want my POTUS back in office. Oh, man. I am so tired of that whatever Scratch and Sniff's doing or trying to do because it's like it's it's just a joke. It's just at this point, it's it just a con joke. So with that being said, everybody, please, please be safe. Love everybody. I will catch you back here on Monday. Same time, same bat channel. You guys are at the tip of the spear. You guys are the change you want to see. I know it. I see it. I see it all the time on Facebook because my band list of friends keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. So I know that you're saying something that is true. Peace out, everybody. Love everybody. Keep questioning everything, even reality. Till Monday.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.